It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie? Shut up! Hey, shut up! You just shut up. Shut your mouth. And Paula? Because I'm wearing makeup, I have all my teeth and my clothes match. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome, welcome to the ugly truth. You always sound so ugh. I have ugh fry. Yeah, you have ugh fry. I don't know. It's I every time we do the ugh in the beginning, it always surprises me how low your voice is compared to mine. Which is funny because I don't have a low voice at all. I well, you know what? I know you don't. It's so funny. A friend of yours was saying that she thought I was the younger sister because of my voice, and I'm thinking I've always thought that I had a deep mannish voice. But apparently I don't. No. In fact, one of the guys I dated before we actually met, he had listened to the podcast. And then we talked on the phone. He's like, oh, and by the way, he's all, I'm glad to know you're the one that I've been hearing. And I'm like, why? He's just, I don't know. He's all, the other one just sounds a little too hyper for me. (laughs) Hyper? Well, I don't think I'm hyper. No, but he's just like, her voice is just really like high pitched and. What, like I sound hysterical or something? Maybe a little crazy. I don't really know. But. <laughs> well, I am a little crazy, but not that much. A little nuts. Well, you know what all good women are. True. All right. Well, welcome, welcome to episode 41. It is the week of Thanksgiving, and we are not taking a break because we only go once a week, so why not? Right. Doesn't matter. Um, but we do have a lot to talk about because you and I did spend Thanksgiving together. Correct. Which was good. But before we start, um, I want to tell you the story that occurred because it's a little bit of a rant only because it hasn't happened in so long as people do preparing for the week of Thanksgiving. You know, the the cooking of the meals tends to slow down quite a bit. You know, you do takeout, you're eating, you know, leftovers, frozen stuff because you you know you're going to be doing so much cooking Mm -hmm. as the week progresses that, you know, the last thing you want to do is cook more meals. So Daryl and I were running around and I said, hey... Let's just stop somewhere and, you know, get some food. He goes, oh, I would love some pho because we haven't had pho in a really long time. Right. And I told you there's this little place by Trader Joe's that we go to. Oh, right. It was, um, I don't know, it was a Friday night or whatever it was. And it was kind of busy. And I said, well, let's just see if we can get in. I mean, it's a quick place. In and out. So we go in. We it's got a table. soup. How bad can it be? Or yeah, how, it's just how hard soup. can it be? Yeah, exactly. Everybody pretty much orders. this. It's the same base and then just whatever ingredients you want to throw in there. So we've been there a few times. We love it. Service is great considering that, you know, just, you know, any kind of Chinese restaurant or Korean or, you know, the, the service t- is not, that's not the reason you go there. You go there <laughs> because the food is very good, right? It's true. You go for... The, the food and, you know, not necessarily for the atmosphere or, you know, the ambiance. It is clear usually when you go into a restaurant and you decide to eat inside one of these restaurants that they're 90% of their business is takeout. So there's yeah. not a whole lot of focus on waitresses or, you know, decor. The fact of the matter is, is you're going to come back and, you know, eat the lunch if special good, for four ninety five you know, over and over and over again regardless exactly. of how good the service was. So there is not a dedicated wait staff is my point so we walk in sit down um the guy that's doing the register and is clearly doing just about everything other than cooking is our waiter he comes over he takes our order within the first you know five minutes that we're there now the first inclination that things were not going well where it was that it took almost 15 minutes for daryl to get his beverage because he wanted a beer and i just 
drink water. So by the time it finally got there, I'm like, man, that, you know, that really took a long time. We should like have our food by now. Was it like really busy or? It was busy, but you know, considering that it's basically the same for everybody, it's, it shouldn't have taken that long to get any kind of anything. Right. So we're sitting there and I'm staring at him and he's staring at me and he's, we're looking at our peripherals. And I said, um, there's some people that came in, they had a different waitress. They had the only waitress actually, and they're already eating. And they came in like 15 minutes after we So you did. have enough time to where you start comparing yourself to other tables. Yes. And he did too. From b- behind me, he said, dude, those fucking couples over there already have their pho. And they got here after we did. And I said, all right, let's just take a break. Let's just, 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 let's just see. Let's just find out what's happening. So we're just sitting there. And then, so we're already a little like annoyed. Then this little child walks into the restaurant and he starts peddling candy. Like, excuse me, Mr. and Miss, would you, would you, do you think you'd like to buy some candy for my sister? And I'm like, what, where are we? What's happening right now? And he came up. And so what does Daryl do? He goes, you know, you're going to get in trouble for doing that in here, buddy. Oh, for like, heaven's sakes. And I looked at him and I, I had lost it by this point because we'd been there for 35 minutes and no Oh my God, I can't believe you. I would not have stayed. Well, I looked up at the ceiling and I said, I really hate my life right now. And I looked down and I looked at Daryl after the little boy left because every table is telling him that he shouldn't be doing it in there. Right. And finally he turns around and he goes, they saw me walk in. They know what I'm doing. <gasps> what a little shit. Well, yeah. And it was dark and, and he was probably like 10 or 11. So I looked at Daryl and I said, we're leaving. He's like, well, now just hold on. Calm down. I go, nope, I'm out of here. Do you have money? plunk down however much that you think that beer is and let's get the hell out of here and of course i'm like literally getting up and i'm causing a you know i'm making sure that everything is a pronounced action of so they course. know well i was mad i well, was here's mad. the thing is if they didn't notice you before to order anything do you think they're going to notice your temper tantrum i want everybody to notice my temper tantrum so no i didn't throw anything or anything but i'm like we're leaving so we get up and he's like you didn't Wait a go minute, up there and, and be like that's it no. i'm writing a check what's the amount <laughs> No, I did not. But, you know, it's one of those unsatisfying things where you go out and they're like, finally, somebody left. You know, maybe we can get a little breathing space here. But when we were leaving, there was like 15 people at the register waiting for takeout. God. So to me, it's, it said we were never getting our food. It had been sitting back there for probably 15 minutes or longer. And he, he was at the register the whole time. Right. I could have gotten up and gone in the back of the kitchen and picked up my own food and he never would have known. Yeah. We had the, the one waitress who clearly was not going to take his tables and help out was busy doing her own thing. And I'm thinking, I haven't had it be. And I, you know, the thing is, the excuse of not having enough servers or the excuse of forgetting is not acceptable when other people are getting served. And this woman clearly can see that there are people in the restaurant who have nothing but water. Mm-hmm. And her, all of her tables are getting served. It's almost like it's a brother and sister going, well, screw you. I'm doing my table. I don't know what you're doing. Right. He's like, yeah, I'm only helping your customers get out the door. So, you know, could you be a helper? No, I'm not going to be a helper. Well, they had to have known. So this would have been Black Friday then or the day before? It was the, no, it was the weekend. It was the week before. Oh, okay. So what did you guys wind up eating? We went to an Italian restaurant to get some wine and to get a little, you know, nosh. It was it was fine. And there and they are. And it was like then it was the complete opposite. We walk into this restaurant 
And we've been there a couple of times and we sat down and the waitress, she's the same waitress we get every time we go there. Like she must work 40 hours a week. So we sat down and I said, this is the third time we've ever been here and you're always our waitress. And she thought that was funny and she was really nice. And then we, of course, we got amazing service. Good. Everybody catered to us. And so I'm thinking, why, why? Because I asked Daryl, because I thought he was mad at me. Because he was kind of mad when we were leaving, and I, I could tell that he was not comfortable with the fact that I demanded that we leave because he wanted to wait and see. And I'm like, we've waited long enough. It's well, maybe he really minutes. wanted pho or pho. He or did it's want called. pho, and that's why I felt bad. I said, look, I'm really sorry. I, I just wasn't going to sit there, and I wasn't going to be like, let me see your manager. You know, I wasn't going oh, to do that. Like that was ever going to happen. He probably was the manager. That's the point. I mean, if family owned restaurants don't really have managers, you know. Yeah. It's like, hey, brother, you get it this time. You know, we used to do that when I worked at Macy's. Whenever our manager wasn't there and someone asked to see the manager, all of us salespeople would be back and be like, well, who wants to play manager this time? And they're just like, <laughs> you do it. You're wearing the suit jacket. OK. So right, they'd go out there today. and pretend that they were. Hi, I'm so and so. I'm the manager. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, is that it wasn't like it wasn't maliciously bad service. Like somebody didn't see us and decide they were going to be an asshole. Yeah. It was just neglectful. It was it was negligent service. And I'm thinking, you know what? You guys have they're very highly rated. The food is amazing. This can't possibly be uh, normal. So I'm, you know, we'll go back at some point. And I, well, what I told him, I said, yeah, we're never going back for dinner, but lunchtime and off days will go. Sure. Because I can't do this again. I don't want to do it again. Well, it just was, maybe it was just an off night. Who knows? Yeah, it probably People were going to get ready for the holiday and they're just like, oh, let's just eat out because we've got a bunch of crap we got to do tomorrow. Like you said. Isn't that weird though, that some child just walked in and started peddling candy? That does not terribly surprise me. I thought it was weird. I've never had that happen before. And then I thought, and then I just looked at him and said, I don't know where we are, or what we're doing, but I want to leave. I've had the deaf people like hand me the little card before that says, oh hi, I'm deaf and give me money. I'm trying to, yeah, get money or something like that. And so, yeah. and like I would be buying the card and on the back, I get, think it has like the, um, the alphabet and sign language. <laughs> Oh my god and so that is hilarious i remember those i always feel bad but i just how do you know they're deaf there's no way to even prove it i would think that there's other ways to i don't know why people would automatically assume the person's not deaf but i do well and you know it's a very 1970s way of peddling by the way well i mean it makes me feel bad but the truth of the matter is is like i'm just not in a position to be you know buying American Sign Language alphabet on a little yellow card. For $5. You know, well, however much it was, you well, know. Well, it's whatever you want to pay them. Well, right. It's panhandling. I don't know. Well, when did being deaf become something where you have to resort to begging? Well, I mean, it it's does, not like that anymore. No, I mean, there's so much. No, there's lots of things that can be done. I don't really know. I mean, I'm not trying to like bag on the deaf people, but. I'm a deaf person. Huh? I'm a deaf person. Oh, God, that sounded bad. You're like, I'm, you said, oh. I'm deaf. I'm like, huh? I didn't hear you. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Hugs. Producer Dub here, founder and president of Uganon, the support group for those of us who are related to the Ugly Sisters. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. So Thanksgiving occurred. Yes. So I came over. I walk yes. in and you look like death warmed up a little bit. You know what? I don't know what happened, but at some point I caught some kind of little bug and I've been fighting it. It felt like a cold for a while. And then I wake up 
uh, Thursday morning, and I feel like I have a rock in my stomach. Everything that I ate the day before, which wasn't very much because I wasn't that hungry to begin with, was still in my body. You know that feeling when your body just refuses to process food? Gross. It's like being pregnant. But do you know that feeling like you know that your body, your stomach has decided that it will cease to digest? So it's just and a you have cesspool this, of, of everything. Just a rock thing. of yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's what it felt like. And Gross. I said, God, I would just love to throw up. And I couldn't throw up. I tried. I couldn't throw up. And um, the the problem is, is Thanksgiving Day and Daryl, I don't know, he has downshifted into, oh, what's the name of that guy? Uh, who's the Chevy Chase guy in Christmas, the holiday National Lampoon's Christmas? Oh. Um, uh, Griswold. Oh, yeah. Griswold. He's turned into it's Mr. Griswold. Cliff? Is that it is? No, it's not Cliff. It's um, Sparky. Um, Sparky is the nickname. It's um, Clark. Clark. Clark Griswold. Oh, no, I said said, Cliff. Okay. You said Clifford. No. Okay. So this year, we're in our first home that we've, you know, like a very nice house. So something has happened to Daryl. He has turned into Clark Griswold. (laughs) Come on, kids. Everything. Everything is a special moment. We are going to deck the halls, lights, Christmas music all the time. I mean, I actually did not allow him to play the Christmas radio station until Thanksgiving. I said, it is not time for that yet. We're not doing it. I didn't even know they were playing it before then. Well, I guess like on iHeartRadio or whatever you can find. Yeah, but there's one radio station that we get on the radio that plays it. It's some. It's somewhere remote. It's not in Sacramento. I don't know where it is, but... The, the signal is strong enough that you can actively listen to the Christmas music. And they've been going on, I think, since November or something. Oh, for heaven's sakes. And I told him, I said, do not put that station on. No, it's not even Thanksgiving. Stop it. I know. What? Huh? It's great. It's my favorite music. I love it. Well, he doesn't talk like that, but you know. No, usually saying. he's like, come on, come on. It's what? I like it. <laughs> yeah. Play. Let's listen to some Harry Connick Jr. I love Nat King Cole. Oh, but um, anyway, so yes. So if he I puts, don't know. do you think it's an age thing? <sighs> no, I think it's that we have a really nice house, and he's really excited about it, and so oh, okay. he wants to really embrace the holiday season this year. So are you guys and... going to do like garland down the stair? Yes, banister and yes. Oh wow! We are... Yeah, he wants to do it all. You know, what you I'm... should buy is. Um... Those matching reindeer jackets. It's made with real elk fur. Sure is warm. <laughs> What's that movie? Better off dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be wearing one of these this year. What have you done? <laughs> it's real aardvark fur. <laughs> really? Uh, honey, it's sure warm and he's like everybody's wearing these (laughs) i love that movie too i forgot that was a christmas movie so now i'm living with clark griswold and so (laughs) everything is special moment embrace it remember it you know really and live in it the moment well you guys got your tree yesterday uh the day after thanksgiving and but i woke up well i woke up thanksgiving day and i felt like crap and so I said, I'm really sorry. I will do what I can. But I normally I prepare, I prepare food the whole day. Yeah. Like I'll start with a veggie tray, some fruit. And then, you know, I've got to make deviled eggs for everyone because everybody loves deviled eggs. And then there's a salad and crackers and olives and, you know, antipasto dishes. And it was going to be a great day. Well, mm. that didn't happen. I woke up. I barely drank any coffee. I went down. I put on eggs. 
uh, and boiled them. And I think it was like three hours later, I ended up making them. It was so sad. There was just no food to be had. Barely got the turkey in to get it done in time. Right. You know, I got everything done. But as you recall, when you were at my house, everything got cooked when you were here, which was at yeah, like four I o'clock. Think, well, yeah, I think we wound up eating around six or seven. It was like seven. Yeah. It was seven. It was late. But it was simply, it was a challenge because I did not feel good. And Daryl's like, well, I want to help. I want to do stuff. <laughs> are, are we going to talk about the potatoes? <laughs> I think we should talk about the potatoes. Okay, so here's the funny thing is, is that I was beyond taken aback at your patience with Daryl because... I was ill, Paula. I was ill. So I, you know how I, most women can appreciate when a man says like, well, I want to help. I want to do something. And then a woman's in the kitchen and she's like, you know, there's really nothing for you to do. It's like a small child. And she's like, well, you can pour the flour in the bowl if you want. Or, you know, here, stir this. And it's, you know ranch dressing and that doesn't need to be stirred but I mean just anything give them a task so they'll stop asking you questions right and so you kept telling him like no I I think everything's pretty good I mean there's just this I have to do and blah blah blah. and so um he asked if he could do the potatoes and you're like oh you know because one there was two (laughs) pots of boiling potatoes one was done and one was not so he took the one that was done stuck him in the bowl and he was going to start preparing them and by preparing them, he was going to just mash them with a potato masher. Manually. Manually. No <laughs> butter, no salt and pepper, no no heavy cream or anything like that. He was just mashing them. And grant <laughs> and, and remember and keeping in mind there was still another pot of potatoes that had yet to be added to the yes. mashed mixture. And so right. you had already told him like, No, no, I can do it, but he did it anyway. Well And so Yes. Then, and well what's di- what's more difficult is that you know, the man is in his 40s. He knows what entails mashed potatoes. He understands that it's not just mashing potatoes, right? I would think so, but well, I mean... From, so we thought. Well, I was just going to say, because, you know, from what I was observing... Uh, well, and so, anyways, <laughs> um, but what was hilarious to me was I'm standing there and I'm watching him doing the potatoes and I'm looking at you kind of like, he's just not listening to a word you're saying because you nope. said, no, I got it, but he proceeded to do it anyway. And so... Yeah. I forgot. He left to go do something, and I just said, well, you know, I'll, I'll take care of the potatoes. And I said, do you, do you have a hand mixer and cream? You're like, you're like, yes, I have everything. Because, I mean, I know how to make potatoes. And well, it's so- the fact that he even asked, he goes, so what do I need to do? What does this take? Like, like, what do I need to put in it? And I'm thinking. I'm getting annoyed just, like, by the ask. It's just like, I've already told you, you don't need to do the potatoes. There's nothing to do. There is nothing. So there's nothing for he you left, and do. I looked at you, and I kind of said under my breath, I'm like, how have you not killed him by now? Because I can't find anything more annoying when you've told someone, no, I got it. But then they start like taking on like my ex and I got into a huge screaming match one time over Rice Krispie treats because I had said I wanted to make them. And he went in the kitchen and started making them. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I was just going to help you. I'm like, I don't want your help. I just want to make the Rice Krispie treats. Please. And just so let me and I'm like, you're doing it wrong, you know, because he wasn't it's even looking so at a recipe. You know, he just went in there and started dumping things into the pot. And, you know, it just it irritated me. And I'm just like, sometimes I wish I just didn't speak. So you couldn't ruin things. And so <laughs> well, just getting in the way, you know, when you have a thing in your when you have a, a plan in mind, you know, and I realize that there are women who are very fortunate in which their husband is a master chef. He can make anything. He can, you know, you're the one that's fighting for time in the kitchen because he's got it all under control. But the reality is, is that the majority of women prepare Thanksgiving, whether it's with your sisters or your mom or aunts or whatever. The women are in the kitchen making all the food 
And that's just, at least traditionally, that's the way it's always been for me and right. our family. But he just wants to be a helper so well, badly. And he knew you, you weren't feeling well. Yes. Even though I said I was fine, it just, it's like he ter- put on his little, you know, headphones and didn't hear a thing I said. Yes. He was being, he was in man mode and he was going yes. to be the fixer. And, and so. And he was like, he was like this ham-fisted caveman. You know, he's like, pulls out this contraption. I'm like, Really, you're going to mash 12 pounds of potatoes manually? Like, that's going to be tasty? What are you doing? And he didn't even add anything to them. It was just dried no. potato. Well, Nothing. Ha- half of the dried potatoes because yeah, the other ones were still boiling. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was funny. And I was laughing because I was looking at you and I'm thinking, like, and I just, I was mostly shocked at, like, you weren't even mad. You were just like... Oh, I no, was... really. Like, your patience level is astounding to me. Well, he got me when I was weak. That's why. That's probably why he thought he could get away with it is because he knew that I had not the strength to be my normal self. <laughs> to yell at and him. Con- and to control everything and for him to just get the hell out. You know, that wasn't <laughs> happening today. And he's like, well, now's my chance. Now's my chance to be a helper. She's too tired or she doesn't feel good. So Heaven now's my chance. Sakes. Yeah. So I wound up making the potatoes, which yeah, was Yeah, and they fine. were very – and they were good because, you know, you've always complained that mine were dry. I have so not, you were I able said to- it once. I said it once like 20 years ago. Well, I told someone about it. this the other day. I said – I made one comment once about my sister's potatoes. I said, and she has become obsessive compulsive about it for <laughs> nearly 20 years now about the potatoes being dry. I was quite relieved that you were making the potatoes because then I'm like, well, I know they won't be dry. I actually oversalted them. They were good. Oh, okay. I thought they were really good, actually. But yes, you and your little children came over and it was actually it was a lovely dinner. I thought it yeah. was a really fun sit down meal and olivia led us in prayer yeah that was fun she that made, was cute because she told everyone she's like well we have to pray and i was like oh oh okay we'll, we'll pray and so then she sticks her hands out because we always hold, hold hands. hands and then everyone's like oh we're we're going to hold hands now this this should be interesting it's a kumbaya moment i forgot what she said thank you for but just thanks for the food and that was pretty much it yeah usually it's you know thank you for my birthday and you know <laughs> i don't know for my barbies and you know, whatever else she can think of at the time. So I did think it was quite sweet. It was very sweet and everybody loved it. And then what was funny is so everybody vacates and they run off to play again. And so it's me and you and Daryl and we're sitting around and Daryl can't wait to whip out the laptop to see the Thanksgiving Black Friday, Gray Thursday, whatever you call it, deals online. Oh, yeah. So he whips out his his laptop and you and I are chit-chatting about God only knows what. And then he's like, hey, you know, then he starts asking questions about, do we need this? Do we need that? It's free shipping right now. But I have eight minutes. I have eight minutes. Right. Is there anything? This was the part that baffled me. And I'm just like, well, what have I been doing wrong all my life? Daryl says to you, he's like, <laughs> hey, is there anything that you've been wanting for like $25 or more? Because he, he's all, I need to you know, add that to the car in order to get the free shipping. Yeah. I'm like, I've never had anyone in my life ask me, hey, is there anything you've been wanting for $25 or more? Like, you know, I, when he said that, I was like, wait, what did he just say? What, what am I what am I seeing here? What and so happened? you're just like, well, I guess there has been this cookbook. And so, you know, he he's like, oh, the pink one. And I'm just like, I hate my life. I absolutely hate my life. You guys hey, he didn't come out of the box like that. He I know. Did not. I know. But it took a lot of work. Trust me. He used to be a very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, indecisive, gun shy not willing to think 
because it required, you know, taking some responsibility for a situation. I mean, he was like a, your typical, you know, 20 year old douchebag. I mean, yeah. he really was. And so he's he's now he's great. Yeah. No, you guys have had years of practice. So, you know, I've earned the right for him to know exactly what I need. Yes. <laughs> it just took forever. But. It's worked out, yes. But it was a fun evening. It was. And then he was actually really excited because he's like, hey, we got featured on the Libsyn podcast. And so um, Libsyn, who is our um, server host, they also Mm -hmm. have a podcast. I think it's called The Feed, right? They have several. um, And what's really funny is I told Daryl I thought it was I thought it was Lisbon forever. And he said, no, honey, it's it's Libsyn. I said, not Lisbon, like lesbian. That's what I was thinking. You know, that's how I thought I was remembering it, is that it sounded like lesbian. But it's not lesbian. It's, it's Libsyn. Well, if you just look at it, it says Libsyn. Yeah, but I don't look at I mean, you know, I was oh, just thinking about it. That's true. Well, God, do you know how long um, I looked at the website LinkedIn and I just thought it was called Linked? <laughs> oh, hey, I did too. Well, I mean, how are people supposed to know these things? Linked. Well, it's the same, right? Linked, LinkedIn. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yes, we were or featured. LinkedIn, I think is what I thought it said. I don't remember. It was the it was the Libsyn Thanksgiving feed. <laughs> and it was very exciting because of the 11, which maybe only 11 people submitted, but 11 podcasts were highlighted. You know, it was. I'm not going to talk crap about the person that hosted it because it was really sweet that they picked us anyway it was no the only thing that i found interesting we were like so different compared to some of the other ones the only thing that i found that was interesting is she prefaced our segment that we played and she says okay so if you have family or if you have you know children in the car children you really 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 might want to skip this or use discretion because there's some very colorful language blah 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 you know all this stuff i know and we're looking at each other going what did we say in the segment that was so colorful we don't even remember i mean it's not i mean every episode we put we put explicit because god knows yeah. what we're gonna say right. i was just thinking i'm like well this should be interesting i don't remember what we said but we'll listen so we listened to the whole segment and the only thing i said i said it was i said the word shitty that's all i said and i'm just like really 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 colorful yeah and and then she's <laughs> like you and to the point where she's like you might want to skip like you know the next seven or eight minutes if, if you're concerned blah, blah blah and i'm thinking well geez what were we saying you know cunt vagina dick cock you know, butt lick. I don't know anything, but I was just like, no, I I was just like, well, what did we say? You know? And so then when it just was shitty, I was like, that's it. Which kind of brings me to an interesting conversation because I, so they preface it by saying like, you know, be careful if you have children in the car and blah, blah, blah. Well, so Thursday morning we wake up and Ryan has been talking all week about wanting to watch the Thanksgiving day parade. Right. And so before we came over, we right. all like. Everybody does. So before we came over that morning, you know, we were watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I don't, maybe every year they do it differently. But this year they did kind of like a Broadway tribute. Like they had a bunch of mm-hmm. Broadway shows come out and do like a song. Okay. I think what they were doing is they were waiting for the floats to come around. Because those floats have to like travel the balloons, the floats and everything like that. Right. They kind of have to travel up through like the blocks before they get to like the main strip. Where they so, film it, yeah. Right. So I think leading up to that, they had these different Broadway plays come out. And they had one from, I think it was like Pippin. Another one was from, you know, Madeline or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of plays I hadn't heard of. So one of them. Maybe it was the Off Off Broadway Parade. I'm not really sure what it was. But um, so one of them, they started interesting. And they're like, this is from the hit play called Kinky Boots. And I'm thinking, Kinky Boots? I'm like, what the heck is that? I have so heard the, of it. All of a sudden, you know, 
on the stage or on these thing is is you know I think the way they refer to him was transvestites, but um, okay. they're men dressed as women, and they all had these like really tall, thigh high, glittery red stiletto boots. And right. so I was just like, okay, I'm like, well, this is different. And so then it shows like this one guy, basic guy though, dressed in like a three piece suit, and he's talking and they're singing about like you know being your real self and blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden he puts mm-hmm. the boots on. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, what's going on? And so he's like, oh, I feel great. And they all start dancing, you know, in these like red glittery boots. And my son's sitting here watching this and I'm watching this. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Because yeah. here's the thing. I have no issue with people being gay or transvestite or of transgender or any of those things. But my son just turned eight years old. And it's yes. the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. If I had known I was going to have to sit there and explain, you know, why some men like to wear red stiletto glitter silver boots to my eight-year-old, yes. I probably would have skipped that section because, you know what, there's just some conversations I don't want to have right now. On Thanksgiving Day? <laughs> you don't want to explain what a kinky boots is? Like I said, I have no issue with the kinky boots or men wearing kinky boots or whatever it might be. And then the the next scene, it shows this guy. Picture your most right-winged conservative you know, tea, tea party, tea party person with like a Confederate flag bandana, like a leather vest, you know, jeans. And then he comes out, but he's got red glittery stiletto boots on. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hey, babe, what's going on? And it's got like, you know, guitar rock. But then it pans down and he's got the glitter boots on. And I'm like, what? What is this? And yeah. so my son's sitting there watching this and I'm like, God, you know, and I just I found it to be a little inappropriate for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And yeah, it it is. It's a very popular, very award-winning Broadway show, which is probably why, you know, the thing is, is that when you're in the theater world or when you see a lot of theater, it probably doesn't really phase you much to see things like that. But when you're mainstreaming something as historical as the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which I believe this was like the 50th anniversary, like this year was a big one. Yeah. You would think it would be a little more... I mean, my God, is there anything more vanilla than the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Well, I, mean, I mean, it's like the one thing you can put your kids down in front of, you think, and that you don't, you know, it's just Peanuts characters and Adventure Time was there and, you know, the Duck Dynasty people were there. Hello and Kitty. Anything, and, yeah. Anything pop culture-y, you'll see for the year and that's all it is. And so when you see things like, you know, men wearing thigh-high red glittery boots, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, I get that he's probably too young to really understand, and he's not going to turn to you and go, Mother, why are these men wearing high-heeled boots like the ones you have in your closet? Right. You know, he's not going to ask you that, but it's still like, it's not going to appeal to him. Well, I mean, to him, he was just kind of like, what the heck is this? Like, yeah, you this know, is weird. And Ryan knows the difference between gay and straight. He knows that, you know, well, sure. all of that stuff. We haven't actually delved into the transgender transvestite discussion right. yet. Yet. Right. But um, I just didn't get it. I'm like, what? what's the deal here? And Well, you weren't alone. Apparently, a lot of people thought it was a little brazen to have that type of entertainment opening the parade right you know same with like i don't know miley cyrus did some shit i don't even know what she did i i'll tell you what i turned we turned on the parade the west coast feed we turned it on and i think we lasted about a minute and then i said bored moving on we just moved on to something else yeah they used to be really great i will i will tell you that we i have absolutely sat through most of the parade but you know what parade i like better is the rose bowl parade yeah that's really cool 
the, the floats are really cool, but I do love those balloons, but they just don't, you know, it takes forever to get to them. And so I just get bored and move on. Yeah. So while Ryan was watching the parade or what was left of it, because eventually I think we changed it and they went back when the floats actually came out yeah. because I like it when they have like the high school marching bands and all that kind of stuff. I think Yeah. It's really and the cheerleaders cool. from all over the country. Yeah. I those just are really it's cool. cool. It's really cool. Yes. So he was watching that and I was attempting to make my gluten free pumpkin pies and, yes. you know, pumpkin pie recipe itself, the filling is already gluten free. So that's good news. But what that's you have good. to make sure is gluten free is the crust. And yeah, that's the part. Right. So I have a recipe for making crust. It's basically the same pie crust, but you're using rice flour as opposed to regular flour. All right. Rice flour, um, it's it just breaks apart so easily. And oh, so, it's very delicate. Right. So you roll it out and it just starts breaking or crumbling or, you know, it's just it, – it doesn't stick. So mm. I basically wound up like – There's no gluten in it. <laughs> right. So I basically right. wound up rolling out various segments and then like putting them inside the pie tin and then like just pinching them together. It was like a Frankenstein, you know, <laughs> pie crust. And uh. I just had – and then I baked it. Well, so I had the two pies that I put in the oven. And I that's what the direction said. It says put them in the oven, you know, bake them, at, you know, such and such for 15 minutes. And then you reduce the heat, beat it, bake it for another 45 minutes. So I did that. The time was up. The buzzer went off. And so I got my knife to, you know, put it in the center and make sure it comes out clear. I tapped the knife in there. And it's literally like I was slicing carrot juice. Like oh. <laughs> it was just like... I was like, oh, I'm all, these are not even close to being done. Oops. And so I was like, oh, for God's sakes. And by this point, you know, we were told you we'd probably be leaving around two. So this was like 1.30. And I'm like, what the heck? You know, because I had been battling the gluten-free pie crust that sucked butt. And then now I'm trying to bake these stupid things. And then so finally I get it done. We get it to your house. I didn't know anybody at your house didn't like pumpkin pie. I told you that everybody liked apple. I didn't know that. I mean, who doesn't like pumpkin pie? None of us. So, right. So, you know, there was a whole All two us, slivers taken out and then that was it. So I've been eating pumpkin pie for like three days straight. Well, good. Are you, do you have diarrhea from it? <sighs> um, well, I mean, it's hard to say if it's from that or, you know, anything else. <laughs> but you keep eating it, so it must not be. Well, you know, I just can't stop. I don't know what it is. It's just. Well, it's good. And it's something that, that doesn't make you sick. So that's well, why you keep eating it. But, you know, adding gluten-free is just so fun I mean I this will be I think this is the second year in a row that I've made you gluten-free stuffing yes and it was good yes it is good and I just make it a little bit wetter because I'm not putting it in the bird or anything so but yeah it's a little extra work to make to make things gluten-free but you know when you really think about it there's nothing there's not a whole lot of gluten products in a Thanksgiving, traditional Thanksgiving meal, really. Lots of veggies. Yeah. Potatoes. You know, there's really, I mean, bread is the only thing, really. Right. right. So yeah, everything the rolls else is good. Or the, like stuffing. Right. But it's still, you know what, no matter what. It, that it's, green bean casserole, which I don't, I don't eat, but. I didn't put anything. Well, you didn't make that. a green bean casserole, though. You made green beans with mushrooms. It was a it was Michael Chiarello's green bean casserole. The only thing I didn't do is I I didn't do the fried onions because it required some rare old semolina special flour that I didn't have and I had to grind aborio rice and all this other garbage. I'm like, okay, none of that's happening. The average person makes the Campbell's cream of mushroom right. soup 
and the French's fried onion green bean casserole. That's what most people make. They don't use Michael Biarella's or whatever his name Michael is. Michael Chiarello. Whatever. They don't use his <laughs> recipe. Well, I did. Well, I just thought they tasty. were green beans with mushrooms and they were delicious. Yeah, you ate a bunch. So anyway, yes, it was fun and gluten-free sucks. But the next day, actually, I, we had so much fun the next day. Friday morning, all the children come home. Natalie, Tyler, and then the other two that live with us, all four were here. We had a little breakfast. We get ready and we go up to the foothills to get our tree. And it's mm-hmm. a tradition that we've been doing for about five years, mm-hmm. which, you know, when you think about it, that's the crux of the childhood, really, yeah. for all of them. So we went, we go up there, we pick out our tree, and then we go take a photo at this farm that we've been taking. I think we've been taking this picture annually since uh, since Malia was just a teeny tiny thing. We've been taking this picture at the same tree mm-hmm. every year. So we did it again this year. And then afterward, we got a little food. And then we go to Lava Cap, the winery, mm-hmm. and have a little wine. Tyler is now 21, so he can actually taste wine with us. Yeah, I saw him holding a wine glass in one of the pictures. Yeah, was this weird. was the first year. So the three of us had did some tasting while the girls were outside chilling in the sun. And then we all found a table and we sat down. And, you know, Mackenzie actually likes red wine. So we let her have a little red wine. Ooh. And then we started wandering the vineyard. And it was just such a good day. And it's so funny. You don't realize how grown up your children are until you're all in the car together and you start talking about stuff. My son has seen way too much life. Oh, my God. Like, for example, I told him about the little high homeless kid that came to my door. Oh, Jesus. And I said, yeah, and, you know, I was explaining, you know, everything to him. And and I said, oh, a friend of ours, their daughter collected a bunch of coats and food and things. And then she went to this part where there's a lot of homeless people in Sacramento. And she distributed them to all the people for Thanksgiving instead of having a big dinner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, fuck those people. Oh, for <laughs> I'm like, God's what? Sakes. Like, what are you talking about? He goes, they are lazy, entitled assholes he's like i know some of those people and they are not they are homeless because they don't want to do anything with their life and i'm like he goes i may not be the most proactive person on the planet i was just gonna say interesting coming from him but go ahead yes well he's but he does make effort but he and he's not homeless and so he's like those people he's and he was just going on this tirade about about some of the people that he has come across, how they're really bad. He goes, they're bad people, mom. They're bad. Don't give them anything. Jeez. <laughs> I know. Like, he knows. He absolutely knows. But anyway, it was a, it was a, it was an amazing day, actually, with our kids. And Terrell and I both came home. Everybody left. Literally, everybody left late Friday evening to go to see their friends, even the baby. She went and spent the night at some friend's house. And we're both sitting on the couch and we look at each other and I start bawling. Oh my God. And he's like, shut up. Hey, shut up. You just shut up. Shut your mouth. (sighs) Go ahead. Tell me why you were an empty nester. No, no, not at all. But Daryl got a little teary too. He's like, you know, you did a good job when you like hanging out with your kids when they're adults. Oh, okay. And I said, yeah, I agree. I said, I agree. They were all super fun, really great. Everybody got along. It was a really peaceful day, which I don't think has ever happened. It was like the planets aligned, and it was like the perfect, and of course for him, it was the perfect kickoff to the holidays. Clark Griswold, yeah. Clark Clark has has come, and that's what <laughs> we're going to call him from now on. No wonder Clark he was sort of getting weepy. So I saw that the yes. tree was decorated that night. 
Uh, just the lights. Just oh, the lights. Okay. Because the next day on Saturday, Daryl's parents came over and the girls decorated while Grandma supervised or Nana supervised. So. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So it was I was looking at your tree. How tall is that thing? Um, I think we figured it was almost, I think it's seven foot, seven foot tall. Yeah, because I was like, because it's in front of that big front window in your house. And it's that in window front of our is front window. I ha- when I was trying to put curtains when I stayed there. Yes. On that front window, I had to stand on the couch. So. Yes, I discovered there's still packing tape on that wall that I have to remove from I your. I uh, thumbtacks. Well, adhesive. get some window treatments for God's sake. Well, we are. We are. I just, you know how, I just don't, I don't know what my You're problem is. You're not proactive is. when it comes to window treatments, which I, I don't, don't know understand. Why. Because. I know. You're the one that's afraid to like be alone and everything. I'm like, yeah, well, nothing would scare you to death more than just having a wide open window with all the light in and just pitch black outside and every creep in the neighborhood just staring in. <laughs> I know. It's true. I do need to get window treatments. Okay. It's true. Well, I haven't done archery yet. Um, and it's mostly because I feel like we're lacking in the ornament department. And oh. basically what happened was is when the ex and I got divorced, I very lazily the last year, took the ornaments down and many of them fell and shattered on the ground as I was taking them down. The ones that just said like, oh, you know, Victor and Paula married 2007, our first home. (laughs) They just accidentally fell. Yeah. Half my heart's in Afghanistan and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, those all just kind of like when I was taking them off the tree, they just fell and shattered on the ground. And so I picked them all up and put them in a shoebox and I gave them to the ex and I'd be like, here, here's a bunch of crap I don't need anymore. And interesting, interesting. He's just like, why did you have to do that? And I'm like, I didn't. I'm like, they just fell. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Sorry. So now, unfortunately, I don't have many ornaments. And so I, see. I could, you know, I have the decorative ones, but. Well, plus, don't your children make ornaments in school? Don't they have any handmade ornaments? They do, but I mean. Those need to go up. And they do. I mean, they, we have a couple, but I'm a snob. I like my tree to look pretty, and I don't want just a bunch of, you know, artsy, crafty macaroni crap up there no i know but i mean you could still like do you now wait do you have you have the fake tree i do does it have 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 the lights built in yes so then just hang whatever you want i mean just start over who cares no i can but i guess i get hung up with the whole personalization like ever since that Mm -hmm. became an option you know where you can have like an all themed or all one color or just no i mean like like i have a lot of baby's first christmas like a lot of people their ornament just says baby's first Christmas. But in the this inter- day and age, now you can get baby's first Christmas, Olivia Grace, you know, born July 8th, 2009. Right. You know, right. and it can all be ordered and, and printed on there or whatever you want. So now I feel compelled to have like only personalized ornaments. You know, like yeah. the cats had their own, the kids have their own. You know, we oh. have all these other ones. And so then I do this every year. I start with, I'm like, well, just get one. I wind up adding like five or six to the cart. I have like $75 worth of ornaments. And I'm like, well, I can't afford $75 worth of ornaments. So I wind up not getting any. So I haven't gotten any new ornaments for like three years. Yeah, but why don't you just go to the store and buy like a big 12-pack of purple ornaments? I have those. But I mean, I guess I just don't want it to be like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree where it's just like pathetic and like personalists oh yeah i don't know i you know what i was like oh this is a pretty tree apparently there's no family that lives here or (laughs) people that you know actually exist we don't have you know what we don't have a lot of personalized tree you know what christmas trees it's so funny everyone is so particular about their tree everybody has their idea of what it needs to be like i have i know people who every year decide on a color theme for their tree and they buy all new stuff 
for the tree. Right. And then when it's over, they get rid of everything. And they're going to start anew next year. That's that's sometimes that's what they do. I have uh, uh, friends or people who they put up their tree and they've been using the same ornaments for 40 years. Like they don't want to add any more. They they use the ones that, you know, like Daryl's mom has ornaments from when he was a small child. So he's got. Every year doesn't she get him the Hallmark ornament? She used to get him the penguin Hallmark, uh, the penguin Hallmark ornament, whatever. It's it's a new one every year. So, yes, yeah, she's got a bunch of those. We have a bunch of those, actually. It's just it's just so funny how everybody has their concept and you can't do anything to change it. It's kind of like, you know, underwear. You know, it's, it's like you're not going to tell me what kind of underwear to wear. It's I true. will decide. Same with the tree. Whoever's in charge of the tree, which is usually the mom. Right. Except for, you know, Daryl this year is was kind of he kind of took charge of the tree and you know he did the lights he doesn't like the way the lights look so he's looking so he bought more i mean like i said dude is on fire with the holiday season yeah, I he wonder is what just that's all about Must i don't know he's just really embraced the the spirit the of the holidays spirit, huh? that's true what a big yeah, it's softy like, i need to hang hallmark over our door really what are you guys gonna do start wearing christmas hats when you open your gifts and stuff like that or that's that is not happening i'm not i won't and he knows it too he said well like we were all having the discussion about our favorite christmas songs oh yeah and i was preparing and you have some and obviously daryl has a catalog of favorites but i said i don't really have any favorite christmas music i just you know i mean i like some of it but i don't have like oh i must hear this and you're like oh i have a couple and i said well i mean all right i guess if i if i had to say i would like you know i do like this or that i can't remember now what i said and he said <laughs> yeah because it was he so turned important. to me in disgust he's like how can you not have a favorite christmas song <laughs> yeah really like you were the grinch Bum, what, what? I said, God, I said, I, I um, don't know who you are, but I <laughs> think you should know by now that I don't have a lot of favorite Christmas music. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I at your guys' house, the best you could hope for was like, you know, a little dead poinsettia on your front porch and, <laughs> you know, or one on in front of the fireplace and then the tree. And even yeah. with the tree, I don't remember you guys decorating it right away, but maybe you did. We well, no, the kids did. They they we'd get the tree, put the light. I would put the lights on, and then they would just go nuts on the ornaments because we don't have a thousand ornaments. I mean, we we just you know, like I said, I'm so sparse in anything I collect that True. you know we have the bare minimum, and that's it. I and saw then you we're added done. a new ornament this year. Uh, no. Oh, we did? Brian the dog from. Uh... Oh, that uh, no, I got that last year. Oh. That's the one ornament that I've ever purchased that I love is my uh, Family Guy Brian ornament uh, sipping a martini. That's one. That's my one ornament. That's why you started crying because he's no longer with us. Because Brian has passed. You know what else? Really quick. Okay. I will tell you. I do not know who Paul Walker is. This actor that oh, was killed. Oh, from the Fast and Furious. I don't know who he is, but clearly it was a tragedy because he was only 40 and oh, it was yeah. a horrific accident. Yeah. But regardless, it's it's top of mind and I was thinking about it and I'm thinking, nah, you know, that is exactly why life is so fleeting. So yeah. when Daryl gets all, you know, verklempt about the holidays or, you know, we do, I start crying because I haven't seen my son and he was wonderful the one day. It's like, that really is what the season is about. I mean, it should be that way all the time. Yeah. 
but it's for some reason because you know well really what it is is everybody's out of school and vac- a lot of people take vacations at this time mm-hmm. so you're with family yeah so it feels like this is the time where you should really embrace it i think that's just what it is with no all it's of these true things. i think what i would kind of upset me about the whole you know guy the guy that actor passing was is you know there's so many actors that die because of their own demise yeah. And it's like this guy, I don't really know personally what he was like, but I mean, he right. seemed fairly upstanding. I mean, everything that I've yeah. heard about him was that, you know, he was a really cool guy. Um, you know, it was unfortunate because he was at a charity event of a charity that he and this other guy actually started. And yeah. his 15 year old daughter was there. You know, it was just truly a tragic accident. But it's just like, you know, there's enough people killing themselves with drug overdose or, you know, these terrible Mm -hmm. lifestyles. And here's someone who probably was doing nothing wrong. And they lost the passenger and they lost their and he lost his life. And he was only 40. And he was a youngin. I know. It's just, um, you know, life's too short. And, and, you know, I don't know. Just be good to yourselves. Be good to your families. It's really it was a really sad thing. And like I said, I'm with you. I didn't know anything about the guy. I didn't either. But everybody was like, oh, my God, Paul Walker. And I said, "Okay, I I know I should know his face. I don't even know his face. I did. It doesn't matter. You know what? It doesn't matter. It, It doesn't matter. It was tragic. He was he was obviously very well liked in his circles, his community. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know he was he was. I think he was pretty really into you know racing and cars, and then obviously acting in all of these movies, and obviously had a very uh, generous you know Soul. side mm-hmm. of him as well. And so it, it is a terrible loss. But um, you know who I would love to see suffer a little bit more are those assholes that go to Walmart at midnight and beat the shit out of people to get a fucking toaster you know I was really hoping this year there wouldn't be any videos but unfortunately oh my god there was so many the one video that comes to mind is it was the one that kind of went viral was the um, Walmart in Johnson City Tennessee yes you and I saw that together no I will tell you I have actually been to that particular Walmart you have because our father when he moved to Tennessee I don't know eons ago he lived just outside of Johnson City so whenever I would visit or whatever we would frequent Johnson City and we had been to that particular Walmart when I read that it just I was like I can't believe I was actually ever in that place but and (laughs) and but I mean I'll I'll be honest when I was there with those people I remember one time I was actually buying alcohol and the lady carted me and she looked at me and she's like, I knew you weren't from around here. And I hadn't even (gasps) said anything to her. And I'm just like, oh, why? And she's like, you just don't seem like you're from here. And so I was thinking like, why? Why? Because you're clean. Because I'm wearing makeup. I have all my teeth and my clothes match. I mean. And, you know, uh, know, my hair is not so slicked back with oil that I actually look like a clean individual. I'm not here with my brother and 20 kids or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I've got clarity or I'm not paying with food stamps. I don't understand. (laughs) What are you trying to say? But anyways, I don't know why people get so insane like what and actually I saw an e-card it says only in America can you spend a whole day being thankful for all the things you have and then like literally beat someone up and run them over you know (laughs) and and for to get something that you know you don't have or something like talk about polar opposites and I'm like it's so true it is so true it's absolutely shameful and like I said before it's not like we're fighting over about the last bottle of water we're fighting over something that you don't really need I think it was toasters or iPad not even iPad it was a toaster oh well the one the one video I saw was he had grabbed a television it was a flat screen tv Mm -hmm. and this this guy had grabbed one and for some 
unbeknownst reason, turned around and started pummeling people after he had already gotten the television. And the only thing I can think is somebody must have said something to him as he was walking away. And he got mad and turned around. And then he just walked off. And the thing to me is, thank God for the internet. Because I will never, I never did before. And now I will really never feel compelled to go out in the cold on a Friday morning or even a Thursday evening, if the mood ever compelled, you know, if I ever felt motivated to do that and buy items at places that I would rather die than go to. I would rather die than go to Walmart and that's just every day. But I mean, I would go to, I would go to 10 Dollar Tree stores before I would ever walk into a Walmart <laughs> at midnight. But and Dollar Tree stores are not good. But the thing is, is like, and here's the sad part, is it's only the Walmart that these things happen at. You don't see it happening at like, you know, Best Buy or Target or or nothing like that. It's always Walmart. I know. And it's just like, leave it to Walmart and the patrons to make America look bad. Well, I mean, it is Walmart. I mean, I, there's just, there's so many, there are so many things that you could say. It's like the, it's like the ultimate stereotype. They have their own website of the people, people of walmart.com the, the people that go there i know it's like the ultimate stereotype is walmart there's so much bad about it that i don't even know where to begin sometimes when i think about it tell me something that it's like walmart's the florida of the world right i mean well, anything bad that can go wrong will go wrong in a walmart first before it happens anywhere else and see what's hard about walmart is it's like their prices are ridiculously low like there's some things on there that you yes. just cannot beat. And so, you know, someone like me, I will shop at a Walmart because, you know, I'm I'm on, you know, a lower income. And so, yes. you know, I'd rather save 20 bucks than, you know, shop at Target. But that, I'm yeah. not kidding you. As soon as I walk into Walmart, just even entering the parking lot. Oh, my like, God. It's, it's, it's like so the bad. back, the, the hairs on the back of my neck start to raise and I'm looking around and it's like, it's almost like turning into a werewolf at midnight, <laughs> you know, like I yeah. instantly feel like, Rah! you know, and so I walk <laughs> into the store, I immediately grab the Sani wipe and wipe down the cart, which I would do oh, at yes. any store. And the first thing Lots I see is the McDonald's to the right. And I'm just like, okay, why do you have to have a McDonald's at a Walmart? But there are so many people in there eating hamburgers and fries and doing whatever. And then the first section is, you know, the cheap, ugly clothes and- oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh God, I just and, and, and instantly in my mind, I'm just saying, like, just get what you need and get out. Just get out before they get you. It's like Mission Impossible. You know, I'm just like, try and get down the aisle without bumping into someone or someone, you know, coming right up on you or running you over or any of those things. Just like, you know, get yeah. in, get out before you kill someone. I know that um, there are parts of this country where these these folks have no options. Walmart is all there is. Right. I get it. I am not I'm not saying no one go. I mean, I get, you know, even our <clears throat> I'm almost choking on my words, but even our own mother goes to a Walmart that is that is hidden away in a corner of a nicer part of a suburb and she will go there to get a 3-month supply of whatever shampoo or whatever it is that she likes that they have there because it's so inexpensive but she'll go at 7 a.m when there's not a soul there when all the drug addicts are sleeping (laughs) and the alcoholics are still sleeping it off that's when she goes and it's true and there's groceries we all have the grocery store that caters to that type of element Mm -hmm. and we and the deals are amazing and usually the produce is fantastic because 
they're not buying the produce. Right. So you go in there and I've done it myself. You go in at the crack of dawn before anyone's up and you get that stuff and you get out. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's the way of the world. But these, but the Walmart stores, it's almost like I think these people go in there that I think there's an element of society that will go in there specifically to be violent and disgusting and gross because someone's going to film it and they're, they're, that's notoriety to them. They're a part of something that everybody's talking about. I mean, I really think that is the case. They're I don't, probably the same people that like loot the Walmart when like a freaking natural disaster happens. I, I agree because I, although God, I have an interaction every time I've had to go to a Walmart, it's never a positive experience. I don't know how much marketing they think they can do to erase it. I believe the last time someone actually scratched their bare foot in front of you after taking off a sock. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Stop it. Well, the good news is, is that Walmart is not people's only options. Thank God. So tomorrow is Cyber Monday, which starts all of the amazing online deals, although some of them are starting ahead of time. Cyber hello. So no doubt everyone will probably be hitting the Amazons and all of that good stuff. Now, yes. one of the things Amazon is advertising right now is they have their um, membership called Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime basically gives you free shipping and then also some other fun little things like, you know, access to free movies, shows, all that good stuff. But the big plug is the free shipping. Normally to sign up, it's $79. But Amazon Prime is offering a 30-day trial for free. So because it's, you know, what, December 1st, you yeah. could sign up now. You could cancel the 29th after you've done all your Christmas shopping, all your shipping, everything like that. And yeah. you've basically gotten to ship everything for free. You've gotten great deals. You and know, you a lot the of the behind the scenes stuff. So, yeah. It's a it's a really cool loophole that we've discovered. Right. So it's something I'm going to do. Um, I suggest everybody else do it. One of the other things that's good, too, right now is on Avon. They have so much good stuff for stocking stuffers that are so inexpensive, but it's really good quality. It comes cutely in a little box. Um, we actually, when we were younger, we used to get Avon stocking stuffer gifts from relatives oh all the time and they were, all the time and they were the they were like my one of my most favorite things to receive because they're so the, the packaging is so pretty and it's bright and I just remember as a little girl loving uh, the Avon gifts that we would get and we would get them we would get several because there's like you said they are inexpensive they're super cute and they're things that, that they use right you know like the um I know right now they have, and I think they're like 69 cents. I don't even know. But they're little chapsticks that have like Santa yep. or reindeer or something like that. And it's just like Perfect. that stuff is so. And even if you're looking to get like friends little gifts, like, mm -hmm. you know, we have a bunch of little kid friends that probably yep. want gifts. I mean, so you're out what, like $3, you know, if you buy, you know, a few of them. Yeah, we're doing the same thing. Plus, you know, if Olivia eats it, what are you out? 60 cents? Right. And Big I deal. know that your daughter is nail polish obsessed. So if I she get her is? a cute little nail polish kit that's, you know, $3, then it's just, it's it's super cute stuff. It's really good deal. And so yeah. all of these things, I definitely encourage, or we definitely encourage everybody to um, hit up because they're perfect deals. And the best way to do that is to go to our Ugly Truth page and then click on our Ugly Mall tab. You know what? I, I have to tell you, I have not checked out the cost of Amazon Prime. I meant to. I just didn't know what it was. It's $79. For the whole year. Oh, it's for a year? It's a year subscription. It's $79. So it's $80. Bucks. Right. Oh. And, but I mean, it basically gives you free shipping. 
And the Always. shipping, I think, is like two day or something like that. It's you so know. you get a little bit of an upgrade on the shipping, right? And it's always okay. free because um, no one, no one ever. If you ever listen, no one ever tells you how much it is when they're promoting Amazon Prime mm-hmm. through their website. Just do it, do it for free, try it. But no one has ever said, "Oh yeah, by the way, it's eighty dollars a year." It, no one ever says that, which is, I mean, that's super cheap because if you think about, yeah. you know, a whole year shopping on Amazon, which I've done many times, I do. You know, in shipping, I probably would spend at least. $80 in shipping if that right. but I mean the other thing too about Amazon Prime is is that you can literally go to like their um, movie section you can mm-hmm. watch movies for free um, you can watch TV shows for free you know it has a whole library and it's basically like you rent it it would be like a Hulu or a Netflix or something like that but it's right. all on Amazon yeah so if you can't afford to have like premium cable and see all these cool movies that come out you can you know with your prime I mean 80 bucks a year that is that's so cheap. That's not even a dollar a month. No, it's it's a really great deal. Oh, wait, yeah. But for people like me who, you know, dollar a month may not. $12. <laughs> it's only you know a dollar what? a month, I everyone. I even discount that. I'm like, yeah, probably something like, you know. That's because we're I dumb, think of those Paula. commercials, like, you know, for eight cents a day, you could feed. That's what I'm know, thinking. So let's see, $80 a year, 12 12 months. How many times is Three. 80 going? It says $8. So it's probably like $6 a month. Six a month? Six, six times, times 12. 12 six, seven, two, eight. Yeah. Six, I'd say six. 12, six. That's $72. Okay. So probably so like six twenty-five, six fifty, six fifty a month. That sounds good to me. That's like, I like that. That's like one Starbucks. I don't even. Yeah. It's nothing. Or a pizza. I know you don't drink Starbucks. I don't drink Starbucks. But it's, it's less than a movie ticket well, a month. I never even go to the movies. But... That's because you can't afford it, but you can afford Amazon Prime. I can, ap- I can afford Amazon Prime, or if I'm being the cheap bastard that I am, I will sign up for the 30-day free. free trial, and then I'll cancel. So, <laughs> Which is what you should do. Which is probably what I will end up doing. But yes. we encourage everybody to check out our Ugly yes. Mall and get in on these super great deals and, um, you know, get cracking on Christmas. All right. Well, if nobody has anything else to add, I think that's a wrap for episode it's a wrap. 41. We appreciate you stopping by and listening to us weekly. We are very excited to announce that last week's episode was our highest downloaded episode as of yet. Ever. That's exciting. We are so happy that we have our our usual suspects, our athletic supporters, our new listeners. You know, we, yes. we think it's awesome that you sync with our personality and you fall in love with us and listen to us every week. And we are grateful because the feeling is mutual. We love that you know, you guys are our little misfits. Yeah. Although I bet there's not. I bet there's some bigger misfits. I'm no misfit. I'm on the main island with Santa. What? The misfit toys, you know, Island of Misfit Toys, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Haven't you ever seen that movie? Sorry, I'm not married to Clark Griswold. I haven't been paying attention. God, he made me watch it the other day. In (laughs) fact, it came on. He goes, honey, he got up. (laughs) You come running in. What is that? What's wrong? He recorded it. He's like, record it. So he recorded it. And I'm sitting there. I'm watching it with him. And it's Burl Ives, if you know who that is. And he sings a lot of the songs. And then there's this little pretty little deer that befriends Rudolph. Because this is all that old school. It was like 1960 or 1957. No, but they're all like fabric. So they look like little felt creatures. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. So And this is what got his juices rolling or flowing. 
Probably. So there's this part where Rudolph's running away into the forest and this cute little deer follows. And it's, you know, she's supposed to be this young little deer, but she sounds like a 50 year old actress from 1943. <laughs> probably Milton Berle or something. It was it was one of those old actresses that needed some work. And so she's doing it. She's like, Rudolph, what are you doing running away? <laughs> I'm like, God. So he's like, I'm leaving. And, you know, whatever he says. And all of a sudden she starts singing. And I turn and I look at Daryl and I said, really? What is wrong I'm, with you? <laughs> I'm over it. I'm done. He's like, I knew you were going to say that. And I'm like, well, I'm watching a 50-year-old woman voice a baby deer singing in opera. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Made out of felt. Why? What do you want from Why me? Why are we doing this? Jutting around in some strange movement because someone's manually moving it every frame. I mean, I get, you know, I get vintage and I do like that stuff, but I'm over it. Yeah. I mean, it's not even thanks. It wasn't even Thanksgiving. <laughs> What's happening <laughs> well, in my life? You're going to have some fun stories, I guess, for the next couple of weeks because I'm guessing it's only going to get progressively worse. He's already planning on what we're having for Christmas dinner, you know, the whole thing. He's walking around. Don't anybody move. Because <laughs> that's, a, that's a line from a Christmas story. I'm going to get him a beard and a hat and something else. Or maybe get I'll get him a, a really ugly Christmas sweater. I'm going to get him a... I'm going to get him a turtleneck and a and a I'm going to make him turn into Clark. That would be so funny. That is so I'm gonna funny. I'm going to make him do it. Do it. I'm going to see if I can find one of those Aardvark reindeer jackets that he oh, can Oh my god. You know what? I'm looking up that movie now Better Off Dead. Better Off <laughs> Dead. So, well while we're doing that, you guys enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Aw, aren't you sad it's over? Don't worry, we'll have another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, connect with The Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year.